What up? The uh, Kramer Show being brought to you today by The Enclosed. Enclosed is like a flower of the month or beer of the month, but instead of flowers or beer, it's underwear. And we're talking ultra high-end underwear. Sexy, beautiful, uh, high-end panties. And, you know, you get this, you look like the cool guy who was able to find a present that's not only luxurious, but shows her how beautiful she is. <clears throat> Guys, this is this is a home run for Christmas. I mean, and plus, it goes beyond just Christmas. It goes on for like three to six to nine to 12 months. Uh, every month, Enclosed sends a different pair of underwear, and they back the gift up with a 100% size guarantee. So you don't have to worry about the fit. What they do is they they talk to you and um, talk about you know her size, what she normally wears, what she looks like, uh, and they have a 100% guarantee on fitting her perfectly. And right now you can get $25 off your enclosed holiday gift. Go to enclosedlingerie.com backslash Kramer. Again, enclosed, E-N-C-L-O, enclosedlingerie.com backslash Kramer. And enter my name, Kramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, um, when you get to the checkout, and you'll get $25 off any multi-month enclosed gift. That's enclosedlingerie.com with the code Kramer for $25 off the best holiday gift ever. Entertaining. I have to entertain. I have to entertain. Not boring. This is The Kramer Show. All right, I have a lot to get to on the show today. Um, right off the bat, hell has officially frozen over. Um, Kanye West shows up at the uh, Trump Towers today, and um, here's the headline. Donald Trump embraces Kanye West as he meets friend for 15 minutes and honors rapper by escorting him out of Trump Tower personally. Kanye West, 39 years old, requested a meeting with the president-elect and had a 15-minute sit-down after arriving at Trump Tower. Now, I wonder what that fucking meeting could possibly have been about. Why did Kanye West need to meet with Donald Trump? West swept into the glided lobby, gilded lobby, and was taken upstairs with an entourage. Uh. After the meeting, Trump came downstairs to see him out of the building, something he had only previously done one time, and that was with the Japanese bank executive. Do you remember? I don't know his. I don't know his name, but the, remember the the bank executive who said uh, he was going to spend fifteen million dollars in America. That was the only other person that Trump has escorted personally out uh, of of Trump Tower. Trump called West his friend and told the rapper who was hospitalized with a nervous breakdown, you take care of yourself. Last month, Kanye West called Trump a genius at a concert in California and was booed by an apparently Clinton-loving crowd. West also said he would have voted for Trump if he had ever voted at all. See, this is the kind of stuff that I, that bothers me the most about Donald. And I mean, it just... I'm, I'm watching this whole integration of Donald Trump really closely. And so far, there have been some pretty good picks to his administration, to his, you know, to his cabinet. 
Some of those people I, th- I think are really qualified. I think he fucked over Rudy Giuliani for whatever reason. Um, but just these odd moments, I mean, where our president just, I just, uh, can you imagine Kanye West? I, 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 I just, uh, look at these, these pictures. Uh, they're hugging each other. What could they possibly have needed to meet about? Is Kanye West on any level smart or talented? On any level. I've never heard him say anything smart. This is another odd story out of North Carolina today. Back in 2011, <clears throat> this teenager uh, just vanished. Her name is Rachel N- Natasha Owens. Um, she was last seen getting in um, a dark-colored car in 2011, and no one has heard or seen of her since then. Today, she turned up in Columbus, Ohio, at her own will, and now 21 years old, she went on to assume a false identity and a false date of birth. Um, she has lived for the past five years in seclusion and hiding uh, and is now alive. Can you imagine your 16-year-old daughter? or 15-year-old daughter, just disappearing one day, and you never see them again. And then six years, five years later, it turns out they just left and moved across the country. (laughs) That was such a weird story. Dumbass of the day by far today. This guy is 45 years old. His name is Kevin Lee. He got a job in a financial department of a construction equipment company in California. Um, He got hired back in 2008. And he he figured out how to embezzle money from this company. And over the next seven years, he stole $4.8 million. He spent it on cars, vacations, 49ers tickets, and plastic surgery. How do you embezzle $4.8 million from a company and they don't find out for eight years? How do you do that? I mean, like, even if you break that down over eight years, you're still talking hundreds of thousands of dollars every single year, you know? And it's not like that's that's not a trickle. That's That's a fucking, that's a lot of money. Even for a big construction company, that is a lot of money. But here's the deal. Out of that $4.8 million, he blew a full million dollars of it on the iPhone game, Game of War. Do you remember that? That is the that is the, the, the uh, Super Bowl commercial that Kate Upton was in last year that was all over the internet for five minutes. Remember her titties are hanging out all, all over the place? That's the game. And he blew all that money on virtual weapons and troops and buildings. One million dollars. Now, here is something that I have noticed, and it really pisses me off. Um, these games, I, I recently got um, a new phone. And there's a couple of games that I put on it. Um, 
that I really liked, but the ads are out of control. My son gave me one the other day. Um, I'll tell you what the name of it is. Hold on, let me pull up my phone. It's called Bike Race. And after every two races, they don't ask you if you want to see a video. They just show that fucker. Just boom. And it takes over your phone. And then at the end, it says continue. And you hit continue to go back to the game. And then it takes you to another ad. So in order to get to the game, you have to close it out and then go back to the to the original app. <clears throat> and I've noticed, like, there's another one called Archery King. There are ads that pop up at the top of that fucker the entire time you're playing it. And I don't mind some ads because, you know, you got to pay for shit. I get that. But, I mean, just like when you go to a website now, every website I go to, every single one, is just here's here's a fun game go to your local television station and pull up their website and tell me how many hundred ads are on the front page it is overkill see here's the deal when you do see i don't put a lot of ads on my website kramershow.net free plug free plug free plug because I don't put a lot of ads on there. Um, I may occasionally put an ad up there if I, you know, if they're advertising on the show or something. That's it. Because it's just like this show, like, you know, with the uh, podcast. I, I could have, I could have like five to ten ads on every show. I'm not about to do that. I'm not about to do that. Because then all you are is a commercial. I'm, I'm telling you right now, if I went to... Um, the company that puts the ads on my show, I could open it up and I could I could have five to ten ads on every show, but that's ridiculous. And the ones that I do have are just uh, ones that I really believe in, like um, uh, the enclosed, <coughs> and then the other one is for uh, Gridiron Gridiron Gamble. I love those guys. I mean, I could have I could have all sorts of stuff, but they, but what I'm getting at is. It waters down your content. Like, I mean, if you have a website and it has, there are websites that I don't go to anymore. Fuck them. I used to go to WKMG.com all the time. Great content, but fuck, you got to sift through all these ads. Uh, Forbes has some great articles uh, on marijuana for my uh, terrestrial radio show. But you have to sit there. They, they, they take over your screen. They play videos. Uh, I'll be sitting here and all of a sudden, I'm like, where is that sound coming from? And there'll, there'll be ads all over the place that you have to close. It is so annoying. And that's another thing. I'm not going to have ads all over the fucking website. People, you know, after a while, people get tired of it and they, they, they start blocking you. I'm not doing that. Ah, oh, fucking makes me mad. So <clears throat> this, this uh, controversial tipping style went viral yesterday and everybody was talking about it. And um, I, I'm really um, sensitive to people that work in restaurants. You ever go to a restaurant and see somebody that's just having a shitty day and you know they're having a shitty day and you overhear customers being rude to them and fucking with them the entire time and you're like, God damn it. You know, if there's ever been a reason, if you ever, hold on.
if you ever want to motivate your kids, take them to a fucking restaurant. Not a nice one. You know, a mid-level, like a diner. Go to a diner and sit them down and you say, I want you to watch that woman right there. All right? Watch her. And watch how these people treat her. Now, she's going to go she's going to work all fucking day. And she's going to be on her feet all fucking day and she's going to put up with shit from that fucking guy, from that fucking guy, from that guy. And this guy's toast isn't right. This old woman over here, her grapefruit, her grapefruit isn't the right temperature. Everybody's pissed. All she's doing is babysitting these fucking losers, all right? All day long. 12 hours. Okay? Now, you could do that for a living and then get off work, be dead fucking tired, and not have a penny to rub uh, you know, on your crotch. Or you can go get a fucking education and be something and make money and have a job that you enjoy. What's it going to be there, Junior? I look around when I go to diner. There's one diner that we go to. And for the most people there, you know, they're, they're, they're okay. But I've been to, to ones that you know, where people are just rude and it's just shitty. And I always tip if, if my shit is not perfect, that's okay. I'm going to live. If my, you know, if you didn't bring butter over immediately from my grits, I'm going to be all right. If, if I got down to, you know, a third or fourth of my drink, not being refilled, I'm just going to be fine. I'm okay. I'm not one of those douchebags. And I always tip if 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 everything is not perfect, I still tip the same way because everybody has a bad day. And the, this little motherfucker, he goes on Facebook and he puts puts a picture and it's uh, five dollar bills underneath a knife, butter knife. And basically, what he says is, he puts them there, doesn't tell, doesn't talk about it to the waitress, and every time she fucks up, he takes a dollar away. So at some point, she didn't refill his water, so he yanked one. And he was like, from that point on, I had the greatest service you could ever imagine. And I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking, you are such a big of a douche that you don't even realize that your post on Facebook makes you look like the biggest douche on the planet. And you're bragging about it as if that was some gigantic, fucking monumental, smart, eloquent, creative thing to do fuck you douche i I, that is so condescending it's it's tactless it's so elitist oh i mean i I, boy if i were if i worked in a fucking restaurant if somebody did that to me i would most definitely jack off all over their food I would like if he ordered a burger. I'm serious. I'd take I'd take the top bun into the bathroom and I'd I'd spank it all over it. I'd rub it on my asshole. There's no telling what that guy's digested in the past, you know, 36 hours. Fuck him. Fuck him. Oh, and while we're on assholes, this guy, he's a pastor in Texas, and he walks in. I'm gonna play you the audio. He walks into a mall where Santa Claus is, and there are parents and kids all over the place. And this is what this douche nozzle bellows out to the crowd. 
Hi, it's Pastor Dave Grisham here for Last Frontier Evangelism. And uh, today we're at the mall in Amarillo, Texas, and we're going to tell the children here today the truth that there is no Santa Claus and that it's Christmas is about Jesus Christ. Jesus died on the cross to pay for their sins. And Jesus was born in a manger 2016 years ago. So here we go. We're going to tell them the truth. Folks, my name is Pastor David. Kids, I wanted to tell you today that there is no such thing as Santa Claus. Santa Claus does not exist. The Christmas season is about Jesus. Jesus was born 2016 years ago. He was born in a manger in a small town called Bethlehem. And that's the truth about Christmas. The man you're gonna see today is just a man in a suit dressed up like Santa, but Santa does not exist. Santa's not real. And parents, y'all need to stop lying to your children and telling them that Santa Claus is real. Okay, so finally, there's a guy that's, you know, waving in front of the camera. It's like, okay, you know, chill out, man. And I'm looking at these parents. They, they all have their jaws open like, it, this cannot really be happening. And where I paused it, there are kids looking at him in shock and dismay like, what? When in fact, he's not. When you substitute the lie of Santa Claus in the heart. These are little kids. Part of your child for the truth of Jesus Christ, you are bearing false witness against God. Don't lie to your children and tell them there's such a thing as Santa when you know in reality that there are no flying reindeer. There is no workshop at the North Pole. There is no elves making toys that you buy all the gifts and put them under the tree. That's all the truth. And there is no real Santa Claus. There is no Santa. It is not your place to lie to your children. Tell them the truth about Jesus Christ. Tell them the truth about what Christmas is all about. That it's about Jesus and it's not about Santa Claus. There is no Santa Claus. There is no Santa Claus. It's about... I just loathe. This is that is everything that is wrong with religion today. In in what two minutes, three minutes? That's that that encaps that 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 embodies what's wrong with religion. Those types of people push people away from religion. Um, I think every year they do a study to to find out how many people. Um, buy into and believe in God and in religion, and every year it goes down, and at least in the past decade. And that's why, because it's fucking cuckoo. Um, when I was a kid, and I'm sure that when you were a kid, you were taught the reason why we celebrate Christmas, and it wasn't about toys, it wasn't about gifts, it wasn't about any of that. It was about uh, the birth of Jesus Christ, but part of Christmas and the way that we celebrate it in our culture is Santa Claus. It is gifts, it's giving, but it's from a standpoint of not greediness. If that's the way you look at it, then that's the way you look at it. Fine. You're you're flawed, but we do give gifts and it, and it's it's from a place of goodness and there's nothing wrong with uh believing as a child in the spirit of Christmas. 
And, you know, if you're not religious, who cares? That's fine. You don't have to. I mean, we live in a country where you don't have to believe in shit. You don't have to believe in Christmas if you don't want to. But the beautiful part is, is that if you do believe it, there shouldn't be some douche knowledge. What does he think is going to happen? Does he think that him showing up at the mall and saying that in front of all these kids, does he really believe that, that these parents are going to go home and they're going to go, okay, look, he's right. There is no Santa Claus. Uh, Christmas is about Jesus. And, you know, who does that? Who does that? Who robs kids? Uh, I still am like a little kid at Christmas. <clears throat> I love it. I was uh, messaging my wife back and forth and back and forth today about things that we can get for our son. And uh, I told her, I was like, when I'm, and let's see, next week I'm off. So I, I told her, I, I said, I'm going to be nuts about it. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to buy him this, and I'm going to wrap this, and I'm going to put it this there, and I'm, I'm going to do this, uh, and I'm way into it. And there's there is something magical about it. I have always felt that way about Christmas, and there are fucking idiots like this that want to rob you uh, from the positivity of Christmas and rob your kids of the whole experience. Those kids, they they look terrified, and I, I fuck, I can't blame them. Um, do you remember that Brady Bunch episode where Cindy got fired from a radio job because she used homophobic slurs during a Facebook rant? No, well, it did it did happen just that way. This uh this was not a big story, but I thought it was hilarious. Susan Olson, um, who played Cindy Brady, uh, was was the co host of a show called Two Chicks Talking Politics. And she was on in LA and she's like a right wing Trump supporter. Um, you know, really far right. And then her partner and her buddy is a liberal and she's a bisexual and she's a Hillary fan. So you can only imagine what kind of show we're talking. Uh, so on Wednesday they had a gay actor named Leon Accord on their show and things seem to go pretty, pretty okay. But after the show, he went on Facebook and called for Susan to be fired for, quote, spewing idiotic lies. And he said, quote, she spreads outrageous mis misinformation and it's dangerous and unprofessional. Well, that pissed off Cindy Brady. Uh, she went or she sent Leon a private message. Um, do we have that? She wrote, and I quote, hey there, little pussy. Let me get my big boy pants on and really take you on. What a snake in the grass you are, you lying piece of shit. Too cowardly to confront me in real life, so you do it on Facebook. You are the biggest faggot ass in the world, the biggest pussy. My dick is bigger than yours, which ain't saying much. What a true piece of shit you are, lying faggot. I hope you meet your karma slowly and painfully. Here's the story of a lovely lady. Who was bringing up three very lovely girls All of them had hair of gold Like their mother, the youngest one in curls It's a story of a man named Brady Who was busy Alright, alright. While we're talking about people on crack Ladies and gentlemen, here is a very large woman 
that looks like she recently gave birth admitting that she had sexual contact with a nine-year-old boy. That little boy fucked me so good. That little nine-year-old boy fucked me from the back. That blue wood. That shit was good. You let a nine-year-old fuck. All right, you check that out. This little nine-year-old boy fucked me, fucked me from the back, and that shit was good. Wow. Really? Wow. You are a real winner. That little boy fucked me so good. That little nine year old boy fucked me from the back. That blue wood. That shit was good. <laughs> you let a nine year old fuck this shit. I'm all that and then some tall, dark, and handsome. I'm all that and then some tall, dark, and handsome. They say you did that wrong fucking that nine year old. I was fucking cracking the truck with some little boy. Get back. He took a hit and said, fill up my dick. Oh, that shit was Get hard. Get back. You did that wrong. So they were sitting in a truck and he gave the nine year old a hit of crack. And he said, that felt so good. And then she grabbed his dick. Wow. 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 If I had known she was around, I would have invited her to the iHeart Christmas party. But, you know, I didn't know. I, I you didn't. did that wrong, fucking that Nayo. I was fucking cracking the truck with some little boy. Get back. He took a hit and said, fill up my dick. Oh, that shit was Get hard. Get back. Thing. You did that wrong, fucking no I didn't know they were lying about their age, though. No, nah, but you I know that age. Know, that shit fucked up. He's about 40. Stop, stop walking up on me. I was Tyrell. <laughs> then I, I was rubbing on Tyrell's dick. He told us something. Now, how would you feel if I rub on yours? You going <laughs> to The little boys is off the chain, baby. You got to get yourself you know, together. I, his dick was so hard, I beat that motherfucking dick under the table. He said, now, how would you feel if I feel on yours? You going to jail, Auntie. Then the other one, he, he, I got in his truck. They right? say you did that wrong said, on my Instagram. His- wow. All right, well. Do you, you still have any hope left in the world? <laughs> oh. Christ Almighty. All right. Behave, ladies and gentlemen. Behave. This is the Kramer Show. This is simple. Join us or pursue your present course and face obliteration. 